Welcome to the Living Well Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Hennick. What if healthcare were a click away? Certainly over the course of the pandemic, we've been seeing this, uh, both the necessity of it uh, and the development uh, of innovation in the healthcare space, the, the digital healthcare space in particular, like never before. Today, I'm going to have a conversation with Jacques Goulet. Jacques is the president of Sun Life Canada, and he talks to us about their Lumino Health platform. But first, I chat with Sharif Habib. Sharif is the co-founder and CEO of Dialogue Technologies, and he tells me a bit more about innovation in this space. We build technology and operations to allow people to ask questions about their health, speak to nurses or doctors, get prescriptions or get referrals to specialists. Everything is done on mobile in a fast, easy and convenient way. Uh, so we really focus on the needs of the patient and make sure they get a white glove service at every step. So I imagine this must be particularly relevant now uh, over the last uh, three months that we've been in lockdown and social isolation, uh, unable to go in for, generally speaking, doctor's appointments. Um, And in the mental health space in particular, uh, people unable to go in and see their therapist, uh, which often is is a lifeline for them. So how have you guys been flexing your technology or at least or, or even just implementing what your technology is for to respond to these new needs that have been caused by the pandemic? Yeah, essentially from one day to the next, our service went from being perceived as a nice to have to an absolute must have. Mm -hmm. And what we thought would be three to five years out happened right away. And what we really saw in the beginning um, of, of the pandemic is that people were having trouble finding the right information. There was an overload of um, data and information, most of it contradictory. And mm. because the world is so connected and you, you get your news sources from all over the world, it was very important for us to give people access to the right information that was validated by the you know, relevant public health authorities. And you know all of this information overload created a lot of stress and anxiety. And mm-hmm. people were really feeling overwhelmed. And I think we've played um, a really important role in, in guiding people, you know, through the right resources and making mm-hmm. them feel better. Now, do you have much uh, data on how your, I'm sure you must, on, on how your service is being used and the types of providers who are using your, your platform? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, as I mentioned in the beginning, uh, we saw a huge surge people really looking for information. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as soon as someone had the sniffles or feeling a little bit warm, uh, they panicked. So we've created um, uh, uh, a chatbot co- called Chloe. And Chloe was a self-serve um, uh, messaging interface. So you can ask questions and you can get validated information depending on your exact situation and case. So depending on okay. which province you live in, your age, who, you're, who you live with, are you at risk, um, and all of these things, you would you were directed to the exactly the right provincial resource. And then, you know, people were wondering, like, how, where can I get tested? And, um, and, and the, the physician community was pushing back and saying, well, you don't need to get tested unless you have ABC uh, symptoms or situation, but people were just panicking. Everybody wanted sure. to get tested, and obviously, you know, we didn't have enough tests for everybody. So how do we, 
how do we educate people, calm people down, and 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 explain the reasons why not everybody should get tested? So, a lot of education and information at the beginning of the pandemic. Interesting. So, how have you seen that evolve? I think people were were expecting this just to be maybe a couple of days or a couple of weeks. Uh, so, has that changed the types of demands that you're noticing from from people who access your services? Absolutely. So, it went from the beginning um, kind of panic and high anxiety anxiety as I, as I mentioned and it kind of slowed down tapered down people starting to get used to it and then we're seeing a re- resurgence again in the last mm. few weeks um, I think um, being inside being away from our friends and family being away from our workplace has taken a toll on a lot of our uh, mental uh, well-being and we're really seeing that in the kinds of uh, requests um, mm. or visits that we get to our service right now I would imagine just anecdotally, you know, it, it may have started with uh, with a, a sense of shock, maybe of uh, just getting used to this new new normal. It's kind of a cliche to say or next normal, whatever we say. Um, but now it seems like the exhaustion is setting in. It's almost a sense of, OK, this isn't fun anymore. It's not interesting anymore. There's nothing left to Instagram uh, about the pandemic. Uh, so now it seems like people are getting restless uh, and irritable, right, that, that they're tired of it. Um so how does uh, how uh, how do your healthcare providers then uh, reassure people or or I guess maybe convince people that no this is still very much a concern uh, as much so as it was back in March and actually in many respects it's even more so of a concern now um, so how do you I guess I'm wondering how do you keep people vigilant without scaring the hell out of them Yeah I mean you bring a super super important point um you know what? What our team, our clinical team, is is trying to do in many cases, is trying to teach people the, the skills of um, taking, um, you know, their 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 mental well being into their own hands and being a little mm-hmm. bit more active, uh, because you don't have the same structure and discipline and routines you had in the past, and now you have to create new ones and you have to flex new muscles that you weren't used to. I mean, we've you know, we've been in the, let's say myself, I've been in the workplace for, you know, a little under 20 years. I've been used mm-hmm. to a certain way of doing things, and now it's totally different. And it's uh, spilling over in every area of, of my personal and family life. So I now need to relearn, um, you know, get the tools um, and, and, and the daily tactics to deal with that. And I mm-hmm. think, you know, it's been really important for our cl- clinical team and our mental health team to teach um, or give those tips uh, to our users, members, and patients. When we come back, I'm going to chat with Jacques Goulet from Sun Life Canada about how they've taken Dialogue Technologies innovations and applied them to the real world. You're listening to the Living Well Podcast. I'm Mark Hennick. The Living Well Podcast is brought to you by WellCan, a free mental health and well-being resource offered by Morneau Chappelle. At wellcan.ca and on the WellCan app in the App Store, you'll find information, assessments, and resources to support your mental health. WellCan resources are supplied by Morneau Chappelle's expert clinicians, as well as through partnerships with some of the biggest companies from across Canada and around the world. And now back to the Living Well podcast and your host, Mark Hennick. Jacques Goulet is the president of Sun Life Canada. Sun Life has been on the leading edge of digital health innovation, especially over the course of the pandemic. We are. And one of the things that 
we've done at uh, Sunlight to help employers with that is we've created a platform called Lumino Health, and it's, you can go on luminohealth.ca. Think of it, Mark, as a giant marketplace where you know Canadians can meet 150,000 healthcare providers, uh, whether it's dentists, physiotherapists, massage therapists, nutritionists, and so on and so on, right? And and they're able on that marketplace to connect with these healthcare providers depending on what their needs are. They're able to get some education about health. So for example, they can learn about how to manage stress and anxiety. You know, we have a a nice um, little tool on Lumino Health, which is our stress and anxiety guide, where people can assess, you know, from what are the typical symptoms, you know, am I suffering from stress and anxiety? If I am, how do I, what do I do? How do I get help? Or maybe what I'm looking to do is to help a friend. So how do I go about doing that? So there's, there's connecting with providers there is uh, connecting with tools and resources and health tips, whether it's to do with your own physical fitness. It might be, for example, taking a virtual yoga class. That's something you can do on luminohealth.ca, whether it's uh, advice that you need on your nutrition. So, so it's a broad uh, offering where, where Canadians can engage with their health and how to maintain their health. Uh, for example, if you go today, I can tell you, you'll find uh, videos produced by Silken Lauman. You might remember Silken Lauman mm-hmm. went through a, a huge amount of adversity, uh, if you might recall, before five or six months before the Barcelona Olympics in 1992. She was Olympic rower, one of the favorites for the winning the gold medal. She had been the, the world champions in the years before that. And she gets into this terrible accident, if you recall, right, where another boat rams into her, her leg is shattered, and, you know, she basically is told that her career is over. And in her mind, this was five weeks before the Olympics, in her mind, she's going to compete. And five surgeries later, she shows up in Barcelona at the Olympics with a cane, and she wins the bronze medal. Right? It's a phenomenal yeah. thing. I remember it to this day because uh, I, I was a proud Canadian watching the Olympics. But you know, nowadays she's she's an incredibly inspiring speaker, and we've we've connected with her. And if you go on luminohealth.ca, you'll be able to watch videos from Silken where she talks about resilience, mental health resilience, mm-hmm. and she gives some very specific advice and tips on how she has dealt with all the adversity she's faced in her life and how others can be inspired by that. So it's a, it's a broad, uh, it's a broad marketplace. As I said, you can think of it as a giant marketplace. And the great thing is that it's available to all Canadians and it's available for free. You know, so any Canadian can go on luminohealth.ca and find all of these wonderful resources. So that's something that we obviously also make available to plan sponsors to roll into their entire benefit program so that the employees can basically shop and find the specific benefits that they that they have based on their own needs. 
with these challenges presented by the COVID-19 pandemic and the flexing of the entire uh, health and well-being industry and all of the industries that support it more toward digital care, how are you seeing people respond? Are they uh, um, picking up? Are they adopting these new technologies uh, in terms of accessing help? When we ask in our survey, what we're finding is that, you know, most Canadians are open to virtual care, but most of them also don't know how to go about accessing it. So it's exactly mm-hmm. to your to your question. So in terms of you know, being open, being predisposed, you know, is it something that I'm willing to do? People are absolutely open to it. And in fact, those that have used it have found it to be extremely convenient. It's easy. You know, it's an app. You connect uh, with a doctor. They can diagnose uh, your condition. And, you know, 10 minutes later, they've uh, sent the prescription to your pharmacy that's close by or you can have it delivered at home. So there's a beyond the pandemic where people of course nowadays don't want to go and wait in a in a clinic or an emergency room with a bunch of other people virtual care uh, offers this ability not to have to go and do this so you're in your home environment but the sheer convenience of it is also really really attractive to people and that's what we see to those who use it they report a very high degree of satisfaction of having used it at the same time so people are open to it at the same time they don't know how to go about it and that's one of the reasons why uh, when the pandemic hit we uh, worked on our luminal platform to enable as many of our 150,000 healthcare providers there to be able to offer virtual consultations uh, to their to their clients and to to their patients and and when you do a search, for example, on Lumino Health, uh, let's say that you are looking uh, for a, psy- a psychologist. And the nice thing, by the way, Mark, on Lumino Health is that uh, it knows your location. And so when you're searching for a provider, a healthcare provider, uh, it'll list uh, healthcare providers within, let's say, a one kilometer radius of where you are, and you'll find information about quality there are 14 14 million ratings uh, on our platform for healthcare providers and those are trusted and credible ratings because the ratings are only possible if you are a sun life client that has used the service that you are rating right or the provider that you are rating so so we're trying to make this easy for people so that indeed they're predisposed to using it. Right now, they're saying they don't know how to find people that offer virtual care services. We've made that available on luminohealth.ca. You know, I think there's a lot of good things, ironically, that have come from this pandemic. And that's one of them, the ability to uh, navigate all of the service providers out there, or, or a lot of them, uh, and really get some valuable information on who's doing what and how they're doing it. That didn't really exist in a very robust way before. Uh, and I think that'll be something that continues into the future. Uh, so finally, Jacques, I'm just wondering, what are your predictions for the future uh, in the coming months and years ahead? Um, are you hopeful? <laughs> that's, a, that's a great question. Yes, I am. That's the short uh, answer. I think that the world has faced all kinds of crises in the past. And 
we've always come out stronger. In terms of predictions, Mark, I would say that certainly from what I observe both at Sun Life and outside of Sun Life, a very strong push towards digital uh, solutions, digital engagement. And I think that's here to stay. I, you know, of course, people will go back to consulting in person. As we discussed earlier, we are human beings. We need connection and so on. But I think that the virtual connections are, are here to stay. I do worry a little bit, to be honest. I think that um, I, as I look around both south of the border and up here in terms of following guidelines, wearing masks, social distancing. You know, I wish I wish that that people were uh, going by the guidelines uh, in, in a more uh, uh, meaningful manner, if I can say that. I, I, you know, it would not be a great thing if we had a second wave. In fact, it, it would probably be uh, quite challenging. So I, I remain hopeful because if I think about it, I'm, I have to say, I wonder if there's ever been a time in history where so many top brains around the world from every country, from various industries are working together in, in order to solve one singular challenge, which is the challenge of finding either a vaccine or finding a treatment. You know, we may not get a vaccine, but if, if we had a treatment whereby somebody said, hey, Mark, you know, unfortunately you've been diagnosed with COVID-19, but look, we have this medication here. You'll, you know, take this and three or four days from now, you'll feel better. It'll be, it'll be like a bad cold or something. So, so I think that, you know, we have to remain optimistic. Uh, there's a lot of brain power being deployed uh, on, on solving for this. And over the longer term, yeah. I do think we'll draw the right lessons and, um, and, and society will be better off. I hope so, and I hope that does prepare us should another wave come. Uh, Jacques Goulet is the president of Sun Life Canada. Jacques, thanks so much for joining me today. Mark, it was my pleasure. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to the Living Well podcast. Mark Hennick is our host and executive producer. If you like what you heard, subscribe to the show. There's no cost involved. You just hit the subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a comment and a rating to let us know how we're doing. For more information about the show and the WellCan project, visit wellcan.ca. The Living Well podcast is produced for Morneau Chappelle by Mark Hennick and Eye Contact Productions. I'm Dave Trafford. <laughs>